Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. Hope you had a great weekend. Happy Masters Monday. If you watch the Masters, Scotty Scheffler with the win. Quite, quite an impressive performance. And you got Rory coming in second. One of these days, he's going he's gonna to get the green jacket. And uh, anyways, that'll be a great day. So hopefully you listen to my interview with Dr. Anthony Gustin. Um, he's the founder of Zero Acre Farms, Perfect Keto, and a company called Equip Foods. And uh, yeah, we touched on seed oils. We touched on regenerative agriculture and also the habits of the Hadza tribes. So really, if you haven't listened to that one, I highly recommend it. And today I wanted to touch on a just styles of eating. Um, you know, we hear a lot about keto um, and I'm a fan. Um, there's some dirty keto out there where, you know, some ways that you, you shouldn't do keto, but it, there's a lot of positive benefits to it. And then we've heard of also paleo. And I just thought it would be advantageous to make a video and talk about the differences between the two. There's not too many. Um, I think the main thing is, is that I like about both of them is you're avoiding processed foods and sugars. And so from that standpoint, I, I recommend either one, whatever works for you. Um, you know, they replace these empty calories with nutrient-dense plants and animals. And I think that can go a long way for your health. Before I go into some of the differences, there's not too many of them. Um, I'm just going to touch on what is paleo. I think we hear it talked about all the time and what is paleo eating. It's, and simply put, it's composed of eating meat, fish, fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and tubers. So um, pretty simplistic way of eating. I would say that I follow this to some degree, I would, I'm not really heavy with potatoes and tubers. Um, but some people love adding in sweet potatoes and things like that. I do occasionally have nuts and seeds and then yeah, meat, fish. I don't have a ton of fruit and I'll have vegetables from time to time. So, you know, I don't like to like pigeonhole, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself in one eating style, but I would say that paleo is, you know, right in line with how our ancestors ate. Um, and you know, our hunter, the hunter gatherers, they lived off the land. And, um, you know, they didn't get sick, um, our sort of modern day society, um, you know, now it's abundant with, you know, obviously, you know, seed oils, which I talked about in my last interview and, and ultra processed foods. Um, and you know, the question is paleo, what does it disallow? Like, what can you not have on paleo? And that's grains and legumes and processed foods, added sugar, and, and sometimes even dairy. Um, sometimes dairy works for people. Sometimes it doesn't. So these foods tend to trigger, you know, grains, legumes, processed foods, sugars, trigger inflammation, especially in the gut. Um, and inflammation drives a lot of chronic disease. So you can almost think of paleo as like this anti-inflammatory diet, if you want. Um, and it's an evolutionary diet that promotes foods that humans were evolved to eat. Um, so that's a great path to go down. If you're like, oh, well, I keep hearing about keto. Well, what's keto? It's, I would say it's very similar to that. Um, it's, it's just based around almost 
your you know, counting your macros and understanding, you know, what carb level you're at. And I will say I've probably eaten paleo-ish, keto-ish for a long time. I don't count my calories. I don't count my carbs. I know I'm very low carb because I personally run better without them. Um, but either way, very low carb state would be um, a state in which you can get into ketosis. This is a unique state. And I've interviewed, you know, Ben Azadi and a, f- a few others. We talk about this um, where you run primarily on fat and ketones for energy. Um, and it's unique in the sense that most people are chronically overfed and they're not being able to get into their fat stores for energy. I also talked about this with Dr. Jason Fung. So definitely look back and check out that interview. Um, and so for the most part, a lot of people's metabolic needs are met by carbs and I'm not anti-carb. I think, you know, unprocessed carbs are the way to go. That would be vegetables and fruits from time to time. Um, but if you're running on, you know, cereals and breads and pastas, you know, that's when you sort of get those big drops in insulin, you get hangry and you can't go periods of time without eating. Uh, you'll know when you start utilizing fat stores and getting into this ketosis. And, um, this could take some time, but if you highly reduce your carb intake in meaning, let's just say you're having 200 grams of carbs per day and you get it down to, you know, let's say around 50, um, you're going to have less blood sugar spikes and and your insulin levels are going to drop as well. So you can get into your, you know, into your fat stores, um, and release fatty acids stored from those fat tissue. So don't mind my dog in the background. He's probably barking at a squirrel. Um, so ketosis is something that is a little bit different regarding, uh, keto versus paleo, but eating wise, I would say they're fairly similar. Um, and they both say no to refined foods, which I think is the most important thing. They focus on meat, fish, nuts, vegetables. Um, and yeah, they're all whole foods. So this is obviously you can't, you, you can almost, you can't really go wrong with either one of them. You know, there's some people who get into keto and it gets a little bit gray in the sense that you, you know, you've heard of like dirty keto where there's so many of these snacks where there's, you know, there's vegetable oils and they're processed low carb foods. I mean, just because it says keto on the label, it does not mean it's healthy. So you got to be careful from this sort of dirty keto diet, um, where you're just eating a bunch of processed fats and oils. Um, so that's why I think the, the biggest bang for your buck is just focusing on real foods. And then you won't have that issue because marketers see trends and they see that keto is being searched for. And it, you know, there's, there's a lot of margin too, in these products. Um, and so they'll, you know, it's the same thing with gluten, right? Right. Everyone was going gluten-free and then all these unhealthy gluten snacks came out with tons of like potato starch and corn starch. And yes, that could be good for someone that's sensitive to gluten, but if that's all you're eating is these processed gluten-free <laughs> items, that's not going to really help for your health. So if you think ancestrally, what do they ate? It's almost like saying, oh, meat is bad for you. Well, what do we eat as a, as an, you know, um, ancestrally? I mean, majority was meat for most societies, um, uh, good, healthy meats, not processed meats. That's another thing. So either way, paleo versus keto, you can't go wrong. How are they different? I think the main thing is there's maybe three differences. One is carb limits. So the main rule for keto diet is to limit carbs, right? 
let's just say between 20 and 50 grams, net grams per day. Um, and so limiting carbs. So you cascade this, your metabolic, you know, metabolic effects where your liver is burning fat and you're producing ketones. Um, and then the paleo diet is often low in carbs as well. That's what I was going to say. I mean, other than adding in, you know, some potatoes or sweet potatoes, you know, I like sweet potato from time to time, but it's not something I go out and buy, but you can add that in from time to time, especially depending on, you know, your activity level, you know, maybe you had uh, um, a, a, a tough workout and you want to add in some sweet potatoes. I think nothing wrong with that. So a lot of people thrive, maybe don't thrive as well on, you know, paleo and they really love low carb, or sometimes they're like right in the middle where they maybe have 75 to hundred grams of carbs per day. Um, so you got to sort of customize and find what works for you. For me, I thrive a bit more on a low carb. I mean, if I do, if I do add carbs and I've talked about it before, I back end them, right. I'll have them towards the end of my day. And there's some people, and, um, I have an interview coming up with Melanie Avalon and she talks about how she, you know, has fruit towards the end of her day and that helps with sleep. So many different tools for many different people. Um, the other difference too, that could be a little bit, uh, depending on the individual is dairy. Um, dairy, dairy, um, for a lot of people in the keto world, they love it because the, the fat content and low carb, but you know, for some people, you know, that, you know, the run of the mill lactose intolerance, which happens to a lot of people, um, they have digestive issues and they can't handle it. I will say though, I've, I've been implementing a bit of sheep yogurt and I get no issues with that. Um, I'm not really that sensitive to dairy in the first place, uh, as you've heard about you know, I talk about, I, go, I get raw dairy sometimes from a farm about 45 minutes away. Um, but now they got like goat and sheep milk and, and you might run better on that. So that might be something to try from time to time. If you're having issues with normal, um, dairy. Um, and then lastly, ease of compliance, you know, anytime you're doing some type of, you want to call it a diet or a way of eating, you want to make sure that you can do this for a long period of time. Um, and sometimes keto can be tough, right? If you're, if you're out and about with friends and family and there's not many options, um, you know, a lot of times it's just about being prepared, but sometimes people find that paleo maybe can be, you know, cause you're maybe adding in the tubers from time to time and the sweet potatoes that, that could be a little bit easier as far as compliance. But honestly, I really don't think, I think eat both of them nowadays, you know, there's plenty of options. I mean, paleo restricts grains, sugar, and legumes, um, but you can have some fruit and starchy tubers. And on a keto diet, you're really limiting mostly all your carbs. Um, so some people just, you know, like one more or the other, they feel better one way or the other, and they, they can comply. Uh, and you can switch between both. I probably have some type of mix between, like I said, between both of them, but I definitely don't have grains, sugars, and legumes. I think for a while back in the day, I would have grains and it just never really, I got bloated and gas and things like that. So, um, either way. So, you know, I'm definitely a big believer in, you know, self-experimentation, finding what works for you. Um, that's the, that's mainly the differences between paleo and keto. And there's not too much of a difference you're eating. You know, if you can just focus on whole foods, um, and not get too caught up with the whole keto craze where there's these keto bombs and, and refined foods that all these marketers are advertising out there. Um, and, um, you know, just, you can mess around with, you know, how much carbs you, you work better on. You know, I like to go mo majority of my day in a fasted state, um, and occasionally add in a meal around two, three o'clock, but I feel like I just work better mental acuity wise 
that way. So that's not right for everybody, but try it out. See if it works for you. Um, and yeah, so either way, if you go paleo keto or a combination of both focus on whole foods and you can't really go wrong. Um, and yeah, if you got any questions, email me, Brian at BrianGrin.com. Enjoy the rest of your week. And if you love the podcast, I'd love a review. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy your week. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.